The McElroy brothers are not experts, and their advice should never be followed. Travis insists he's a sexpert, but if there's a degree on his wall, I haven't seen it. Also, this show isn't for kids, which I mention only so the babies out there will know how cool they are for listening. What's up, you cool baby? It's familiar, but not too familiar, but not too And welcome to my brother, my brother, mean advice show for the modern era. I'm your oldest brother, Justin McElroy. I'm your middlest brother, Travis McElroy. And I'm your sweet baby brother, Griffin McElroy. I'm really, really excited, you guys. What's going on, Trav? Well, we get a lot of questions. You know, a lot of people asking for help, um, and which is great. I mean, that's what our show is built on. It's built adjacent to that. It's built not... adjacent. It's help adjacent. This week... We got a really exciting email where a young gentleman is asking for help, and it's going to financially benefit us. Oh, I, I like that. I actually it, like the second thing better than the first thing. Yeah, he's a young man in Africa, uh, in Kenya, and he's having a bit of legal trouble. Uh, oh, his boy. father passed away in 2009. Oh, that's a he shame. Left, he had in the bank $10 million. And all he needs is our bank account information so he can transfer that money in there. You had me at email. Just go for it. Send it it right away. It's Uh 464-664-4. Okay. uh, 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 Six. Go. I sent it. it. Rich. So, I mean, we might be able to retire from doing the show because we get to keep 40% of it. That's like $4 million. I'm refreshing our simple transaction page, just waiting for that money to come. We're at negative dollars. Oh, oh no. Well, We're at these transit conversion rates. You got to uh, spend money. It. You got to spend money, make money, you know? <laughs> that's right. This is an investment. I don't feel great about this. Well, he just yeah, has some trouble with his wicked stepmother um, and his uncle's legal team. So I'm sure it's just he needed some money to help battle them. And, and get their stuff back. And it's going to be fine. It's going to be great. We're going to be prov- rolling. Did he provide a return email address that we can sort of correspond and just sort of check on, like, what the hiccup was? Because I know sometimes, like, the wires get crossed. That's not just, a, that's not just like, an idiom. Sometimes the wires, when you wire money to people, get crossed. And then our 10 mil, was it 10 mil that we were getting? I well, we get, I mean, we get it. to keep, we get to keep 4 million of it. Okay. How much were we supposed to... You didn't even tell me how much we were supposed to send over. I just did all of it. I just clicked the transfer all button. I think that sounds right. I think he just has, like, as much as you can. Why do okay. they even have that button? Yeah, I don't know. It says uh, transfer all to Canyon Prince. On I want to mm-hmm. give you... As long as we're updating, I want to give you guys a couple of updates on my life. Mm. First is I chased my cat out of the litter box so I could shut her out of the office for recording soundproofing. Terrific. And didn't, now didn't I have think about locked that. myself in a stink prison. Yeah. Please send help. Please. I'm dying. Second, oof, second alert. I wanted to give everybody a quick pregnancy update via a message I found yesterday that I thought you all would enjoy. Uh, and I thought we could just stage a reading of this real quick. I was looking for uh, uh, no baby yet. Looking for information about how people have triggered. There is, their, there is a baby. There is a baby. Just not, it's not out, visible. You know, not a visible yeah. baby. Invisible uh, baby. I I found this uh, this brief forum exchange uh, yesterday while I was cruising. There are three messages in the exchange, so I figured we could just go me, Travis Griffin. You ready? Yeah, mm-hmm. terrific. Nice. He says, "I'm a 41 year old mother of four. Every woman pregnancy are very much so different." I would advise you all to let Mother Nature take its course. All the oils and different regimes may harm the baby. The safety of the baby is more important than trying to jumpstart labor on your own. Congratulations to you, and good luck on your beautiful blessing. And then Nicey says again, we are the same age. Name and kids, congratulations. <laughs> and then Ashley says, screw you, I'm 19, he's ready, he's just stuck, I'm going to induce. <laughs> I'm 19, he's ready. 
He's just stuck. He's just stuck. We need to prime the cannon. Blast, <laughs> blast that baby on out. I, I love that Ashley throws in the age. I'm 19, so I'm a world-wise woman. I know that he's just stuck. <laughs> he's just stuck. I'm 19. I'm not some kid, all right? I'm just as a child. Screw you, I'm 19. I can tell when a baby's stuck in my gully works, all right? So... Uh, that's where I'm at. Anyway, those are our problems, but we don't need to stress you out about those. I, uh, once again, just to check in, have no problems. No problems <laughs> still on the Griffin front, so let's help our listeners. Hey, brothers, I have a question. Sometimes my friends and I will go to bars mm. or restaurants. Like cool people. Like cool people. <laughs> a place to hang out and have fun like you do. Problem is, well, oh my god, the smell. Um, <laughs> the problem is one of my friends will often come along and then not order anything. I feel like this is rather rude to the establishment. Am I being weird and should just let it go? If not, what should I do? That's from Empty Cheers in Davis, Ka. I think that's Colorado. Colorado. Uh, I, um, man, you can... I worry so much about myself fucking up accidentally without meaning to all of the time. That if I extended that service to everybody in my immediate vicinity, I don't know why I'm speaking um, in the hypothetical sense right now because I do definitely do that. And it kills me. It's killing me. It's killing me. Do you know what's especially bad? Like if you have a bar that you – like so for example in Cincinnati we go to Arnold's all the time. It's like our theater bar. It's where we hang out. And so like if a new person went and did something that I would think of as rude, like – it it would be so much more embarrassing because it's like, hey, this is our place. Could you just be cool for two be seconds cool. and order some cheesy fries? They know us just here. be cool for five seconds. Can you just order a hot brown, please? Just get a hot Dubin, please, for the love of Jesus. I feel like the the if you're just taking up a seat, though, at like a table with friends, then that's not really that big of an issue. I mean, just not ordering something, right? I mean, the only person who's going to be aware of that is the server... Uh, if they're coming to the table, and I don't know, ha- that has to be mixed with some relief that they don't have to do more work, right? Well, I guess the question is, is it the same friend more than once? You know, if, like, uh, Tom okay. always just sits there when you go to... Thrifty Reggie. Yeah, Thrifty Reggie just sits there at Cheesy Steve's and doesn't order the cheesy fries ever. No. You know, and it's like, And if hey, you go to Cheesy Steve's, you have to... I mean, it's basically... A mandate. You know, you know why? Yeah, it's, 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 it's the what only they're known on, for. It's the only thing on the menu. Can I have a water? No. No, you can't have a water. I can blend down some cheesy fries I for guess. you. Do we even have a blend? No, we don't. We just they have do a, a beer, like a French onion soup, and there's just like bread and cheese floating on top. That's we, it. We, ha- we have a, a deep fat fryer, and we got the cheese blaster. And those are the only two instruments <laughs> we got back. We don't even have glasses. <laughs> we don't have glass in the windows. This is a <laughs> shitty place. This is shitty. <laughs> this is shitty. I don't know why people keep coming here. Yeah. Um, man, I wouldn't. There are so many. I, I always think of it like you, there are so many worse things that you could do at a restaurant. You could like, I was I was talking to a guy the other day about uh, uh, playing D&D here in Austin, like where you find a group to do it, like where you find neutral ground to play it with strangers. He told me he used to play with a, a group that used to go to a pizza place near our house. And they would just post up in the pizza place and play through, like, three hours of a campaign. And I was like, how were they fucking cool with that? Like, because those nerds are going to, you know, chomp down. But they're not going to chomp down for three straight hours. Well, here's how you're fucking cool with that. If you show up between, like, two and five, you're fine. If you order enough to justify being there, you're fine. And then if you tip really well, you're fine. Like, that's the thing. If you think about being there for three hours, the amount of opportunities they have to come over and, like, refill your drinks and, mm-hmm. like, check on you and everything, you you have to tip, like, 30 35%. But eventually, you don't think the cashier is just like, I'm fucking sick of looking at these people. Juice, are you okay? Are you, did you pass out? Oh, shit. Hey. Hey, what happened? I had to go empty out the litter box. <laughs> Oh, my God, you actually did it. Obama called, and he said FEMA was going to have to start issuing housing vouchers to my neighbors yeah. if, I didn't, if I didn't detain it. Um, do you guys want a Yahoo? Of course. Um, 
This Yahoo is sent in by Drew Davenport. Thank you, Drew. Um, he has a lot of um, honorifics. You know, some people are starting to get real jealous of Drew Davenport. Well, guys, his game is super on point. I wish Drew could Drew do, would Drew be comfortable with going to our Facebook page and just sharing some of his secrets? I don't think he will. I I, I love Drew Davenport. I think he is protecting his secrets the same way that that Lex Luthor protects his, protects his, uh, the location of script tonight. Let me just, I'll just do that for you. And that worked. That worked. Hit great. me. Drew Davenport, thank you. Is asked by Yahoo Answers user Sophie, who asks, Is it weird? I prefer this type of acting. Huh? My friends, like the whole Hayden Christensen lightsaber fighting, jumping about, trying to be cool and intimidating. Yet, I prefer the Marlon Brando Godfather. I think Brando sat in the big chair is so much cooler. And I find it intimidating as well. I mean, who is the better actor, Hayden Christensen or Marlon Brando? Oh, taking, <laughs> taking a bold stance. Is it? Is it? Mm, mm. Is it weird that I prefer Marlon Brando to Hayden Christensen? Now I know he's a little indie, little-known actor that not a lot of people have heard of, but I think that that Marlon Brando's got chops. I guess, but does he have Hayden Christensen chops? Listen, who does? I'm just saying, like, it doesn't even cut. Like, you got to scale it different. You know what I mean? Like, Brando is the best of, like, the Brandos. You know what I mean? Is he going to be able to break into the, like, Christensen levels? No. The Christensen no, strata. Not. Yeah, no, but that's But what tough. he does with what he's got is very impressive. He, I, he, I just, I look forward to his new stuff. Yeah, yeah. He'll never hit that. Orlando Bloom echelon, right? Oh God, no! Yeah. He's he's clearly not going to Bloom. Um, he's never going to Christensen. That's a, I mean, I'm I have an internal debate that I argue about with myself every day of Christensen or Bloom. Brando doesn't even fucking factor into the equation. Nice yeah. You know who the nice wild job. card is? The Who's wild that? card is Ewan McGregor. Oh, because yeah. he I think he can straddle, but he does the lightsaber fights like mm-hmm. so he's hitting that level and he's, he's big fishing and yeah. he's big fishing. You know what he I mean? He's big fishing. The yeah. problem is uh, what, what sort of muddies these waters is that, that the big fish live in. Go the, on. The big fish live in is that Marlon Brando was so good in Star Wars. Mm-hmm. You know, who will ever forget that classic scene of him standing in the reins of Endor in his a white wife beater and his face twisted up in anguish and just shouting Star Wars yes. <laughs> That's, I'll never forget I liked, that scene I liked in Star Wars when his giant floating head appeared to Luke and said I am your father I like so check check out this fortress of solitude I made for you I thought Whoa, was, wait a minute. Wait, huh? There there are some unexpected crossover here. I thought it was weird when for like just like it jumped from like a lightsaber fight in the mm-hmm. middle of the Death Star and then inexplicably he was an old man and he mm-hmm. died he died in a garden um while his his grandson watched him die and then his grandson grew up to be Boba Fett. Mm-hmm. I love that one scene where he's just flopping around with his big silly head and he's like, Misa could have been a contender. Uh-huh. Yeah, that was a good one too. Oh man, but how does he <laughs> how like, does he stack up to Hayden? There's a reason he wasn't young Vader. You know? Cause like he did he whenever cast when I, I don't know if you guys know about how big Hollywood works. And Travis, I guess you should learn about this, since you're about to be a fucking cog in that that horrible machine. Uh-huh. Uh, but ca- casting directors when they cast parts, they're basically ranking who the best actor is, right? So yes. if if Marlon Brando had been better than Hayden Christensen, he would have been young Vader. He would have been grown up Anakin. He would have been fucking necking with Natalie Portman. Um, I just, have a question though, Griffin. How do they do th- if if one actor is the best actor? Yeah, they call them first, right? In they the can. ranking systems, mm-hmm. how do they decide which part to fill? How do you make the system so that the best actor doesn't get all the parts. You go or top is, down. Is that what happened? With well, that's what I'm saying. Some casting directors get creative about it. For instance, um, the Nutty Professor. Yep. They said, how can we fucking choose? He would slot into any of these parts perfectly. We have a lot of people on retainer that we could get, but is our, tell me, 
I'm going to meet with our CGI team and see what they can do. And then the CGI team was like, of course we can multiply him. Multiplicity, same thing. Same they, deal. It was not supposed to be Michael Keaton in all of those roles, which is confusing because it's supposed to be clones, right? Right. Um, but the, the CGI tech wasn't good enough back then. It was well, originally going to be Michael Keaton, Val Kilmer, George Clooney, Christian right. Bale. I think that's what happened in the social network, right? He's like they hired two dudes to play the twins, and then they said, oh, my God, Army Hammer. Yeah. He's the greatest actor of our He's generation. Really We're going to clone him. That's what's great. It, you know, they didn't do that in the CGI. The CGI um, wasn't good enough for, for their standards. So if you, lo- if you actually watch the movie, if you pause it and jump forward like a frame at a time, you can tell. It's actually, that's just one shot, right? And Army Hammer is just moving very quickly. Oh yeah, he's just because a, a film a film is displayed in sixty frames per second. So right. he is a uh, hundred and twenty times per second moving to the left and right, and it, it's just him. If you if you look at his uh, special skills sheet under his uh, resume on the back of his headshot, it's like juggling mm-hmm. some mm-hmm. Spanish hyper frame shifting. Yeah, F- face Lone rangering, face and stepping. And he drew, and he draws draws a picture of like a lightning bolt yeah. next to it on every <laughs> resume, just to, just to heighten it, I guess, or to make it seem more special. No, Is that so why I push the smiley that? face stickers on there. No, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm you a don't. super good actor, a number one. And the, and then he puts a scratch and sniff sticker that smells like he does. Yeah. I will come to set every day, guarantee. Guarantee my, like the this. Arnie Hammer guarantee is that I will smell like this every day. This is my agent, Arnie Hammer. <laughs> How about another question? I feel like we did really good on that one. Mm-hmm. Hey brothers, yeah. so I'll get straight to the point. I've been dating this guy I was friends with for about three months now. Nothing official yet. Anyways, while on a date, he randomly brings up a gift bag with a handmade purse made for me. It's one of those jean bags you make out of cutting the legs off of some jeans. It's super sweet. I really appreciate the sentiment. Is it really my style? No. So the question is. When would be an appropriate situation to use the bag? Thanks so much, huge fan muddled in Mexico. I think I, when you need to when you need to transport a disembodied butt, that would be a good place <laughs> to put that. I I love that when I read this question going through the emails. For some reason, now it makes sense to me that you cut the legs off all the way, like at you know the hip, so it just forms the back. You dumb I was bastard! Cutting it like jorts. And so, like, you could put, like, stuff in one leg or in the other one? Yeah. Which leg do I keep my my chapstick in? I, what, maybe the high, high... I bet the, the punctuation on this is after he gave her the back, he stood up to reveal that he was just wearing jean chaps. <laughs> <laughs> is, um, it, is it possible you were friends with him? Is it possible he's fucking with you? I mean, oh, and no. he was like, I know this isn't your style. Like, he knew it wasn't your style, and he was like, oh, this is ironic. This is funny because she wouldn't normally carry this kind of thing. I'm going to give it to her and see how she reacts. I think and she probably laugh about it. She probably saw like a, he probably saw like a BuzzFeed post of like easy craft gifts that you can make for a new girlfriend. And then for some reason, the demented author of that terrible post wrote, cut make a purse make a butt purse that's what it is it's a butt i don't want to mince words it's a butt purse it's a butt purse in a thing that butts go in typically listen i if you're really serious about this fella i think you need to adjust your style because there is no guarantee (laughs) that you're not going to keep receiving handmade jean gifts yeah a lot of you know there are a lot of uh ladies out there that would just go crazy for some handmade jean gifts no no Justin, he, I, I'm going to disagree with you slightly, and that I'm going to disagree with you completely. Okay. I so think, not like a little bit, like the yeah, the like whole, 100%, 180, other whole enchilada, one direction, two directions. And I think that that's this early on, and the, they've only been going out three months. I think that this is kind of a scattershot approach to see what she likes, and and it's an opportunity to be like, okay, gave her the purse. She's not using that. Okay, so I'll scratch that off. That's Let's a try weird. Some scented oils. That's a weird baseline. When you're trying to like figure out what your new lover loves, you start with a butt bag. No, <laughs> no. It is a huge jump. It, you should work backwards. It's like if you play Guess Who, and it's like, do they look like they're hiding some sadness? And that's like your first question. Guess who? Not are they a man or woman? Do they have glasses? 
Well, but imagine, okay, if you say, do they have glasses? And the answer is yes, which, by the way, who the fuck picks someone with glasses for that very risk? But if the answer is yes, you've just narrowed it down. If you give butt purse, and she's like, I love the butt purse. I love butt like, purse. You know everything it. about that person. Nailed in it in question. one. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point, Trav. It's a, listen, it's a risky gambit. I know that. Yeah. But if it lands, if it lands, yeah. you're set. You are butt set. Butt purses for life. Is it possible that this person has a like a blossom fetish? <laughs> hey, They're why don't you to uh, wear this floppy hat tonight? Just, 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 just to wear see. this. I'm gonna also wear a weird hat. And I'm gonna talk very fast, and we are gonna make love. Whoa! <laughs> I don't know, man. Can you use it for like maybe like a diaper bag in the far in the far future? That might be okay because that's kind of like putting butts in a bag. You Can could you use it for like if you go on a trip and you want to like have stuff in the car so like he'll see it but no one else ever will you yeah. could use it somewhere where you think there's a high probability of being mugged yeah give me everything in the bag well, no let please me, let me simplify this for you <laughs> take my take my heart take my legs <laughs> not my not my special butt bag from my lover oh, I love it. it could be a theft deterrent where it's like give me your per wait no never mind bye Okay, fine. That. All right, fine. You win. I'll just take all the things inside the bag, and you can keep. Uh, you. Sh I got a lot of stuff in here. You only got two hands. That's gonna be a lot more convenient. Just take the bag. Just take the butt bag. Please take the butt bag. I guess you could call it a fanny pack. Oh, good. Oh, just, golly. just what this bit needed, Travis. A fanny pack. Start again. I'm lost. Okay, so like he's saying, my like, coworkers are constantly going out to eat for lunch. I try not to usually due to costs and health reasons, but they aren't, but they are always offering to pay or seeming super disappointed when I turn them down. While I appreciate their generosity, the guilt I'm saddled with after receiving a lot of free meals isn't exactly pleasant either, and I often can't afford to pay for a meal in return. How do I mitigate this situation? My wallet, conscience, and waistline are all on the line here, and that's from Treated in Tucky. That's good. I like that. Um... Tell them to fucking, who, why does somebody care so much about what you're eating all the time? You have to go. But they you feel guilty. They don't want to have go. to, listen, they don't want to get free rides from their coworkers. That's uncomfortable. I get that. But they also don't want to fucking pay for bottomless apps at TGI Fridays every fucking day of their life. Okay, but what it sounds like to me is that idea of them like saying, we'll pay, come on, is that they see it as a very social, like team building thing. Right. And, like, they don't want you to feel left out. They're trying to, like, make you feel included. Whereas you're looking at, like, no, nah, I, I, I'm happy to hang out. I just don't want to go out to eat every day. Which makes total sense to me. This sounds to me suspiciously like a free introductory offer. I feel like you're going to get there, enjoy some, like, bottomless French onion soup or something. And then at the end they think, Boy, wasn't this fun? We were, we were happy to pay this time, but I feel like we could really keep these good times going. If we could just get you to commit to six meals per month mm -hmm. and get on this timeshare at TG, this TGI Friday's timeshare <laughs> with us, then uh, we think that this could really be the start of something big. Two weeks out of every year, this appetizer plate could be yours. This could be think your plate. Um, the other 50 weeks, people are going to touch it. Yeah. And that's not great. I'll be honest. I don't love that part of the arrangement. Can you brown bag it every day, but have, make it look <laughs> special? Ooh, ooh, tell them like a, a sick family member made, like, uh, my, my nanny made me. My nanny no, I can't say this. nanny. My nana made me like the sandwich. That I feel so guilty. <laughs> my adult nanny. <laughs> my, my adult, adult babysitter uh, made this for me. She's Mrs. very Poppins sick. Poppins would be really disappointed. That's going to work for. Sandwich. That's gonna work for a week, Traff. That's not a long-term solution. Because after four months, you're like, yeah, nanny, my adult babysitter's still pretty sick, so I better... Well, no. Then you have to dress up as the babysitter and come into work and be like, Hello! He doesn't want to go out to lunch with you. <laughs> Michael, I can't help but notice my special lunch remains uneaten here. <laughs> oh, man. Can you go to the... Okay, 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 okay. You go to the bathroom, you dress up as your adult nanny, Mrs. Uh -huh. Doubtfire, too. Uh-huh. And then you carry a brown bag lunch in and put it on your desk and maybe loudly announce, oh, 
I was so delighted to make this. I sure hope Michael enjoys it. Lunch, lunch time for my little piggy. <laughs> Where is that sweet piggy? I never seem to see him around. Have you ever noticed how you never see us in the same place at the same time? Well, I need to go shit. <laughs> I'm going to go shit for five minutes. Have some bad Mexican food at that restaurant you're always trying to get Michael to go to. You might expect me to leave at the front door. I ate there once in 1987 and haven't stopped shitting since. Goodbye. I'm going to go climb out the bathroom window. Have you guys ever noticed how Michael's adult nanny, Mrs. Nafar, too, seems to only enter and exit the building via the men's bathroom? I just went in the men's bathroom and I just saw her clothes lying on the ground. I think she shit herself out of her body. Is this the start of Left Behind? Has Mrs. Uh, Doubtfire 2 been raptured? Yeah. Oh, man. I think that'll work. Yep. I know we were joking, but now I'm like ruminating on it. And I think that'll actually be great. It makes a lot of sense. Uh, should we get the money zone? I want to, yes. your computer everybody has check out this crazy video you won't believe it. it's on hulu but hulu plus is like that but better they've got all the current season episodes of your favorite shows like modern family the daily show uh all that good stuff and they've got some series every episode like south park uh and it's just exclusively available through hulu plus every episode of south park believe it or not there's tons of ways you can watch Hulu. Plus, there's Apple TV, Roku, on your smart TV, wh- whatever, however you want to do it. What's awesome is they have new stuff, and they also have tons of like old shows that you're not going to find anywhere else. I'm really excited because they have a show called The Super Sizers Go that Teresa and I just love, and for a long time we couldn't find it anywhere. Oh, did and they it's add on, that? It's on Hulu Plus. Holy yeah, it's crap. amazing. They have episodes of QI with Stephen with Stephen oh, Fry. Oh shit! Have, yeah, they have ben, Penn and Teller's bullshit like every episode awesome it's really amazing so it's it's not only worth it to keep up with new stuff but you're going to find stuff on there that you're not going to find anywhere else they also got original stuff they got there's a new uh season of the awesomes the cartoon from seth mike myers you might have know him from late night television um they have all 10 episodes of the first season uh so you can get prepped for that new joint on august 4th listen this is eight dollars a month and that is very very reasonable for the amount of stuff you're getting but we can give you a two-week free trial just go to huluplus.com slash my brother huluplus.com slash my brother and i can't stress enough it's important that you use that code because that says like hey you should my brother my brother means worth it yeah they'll keep giving us money also which is and we like that i'll be honest that's what i like i like that part i like money too and if you want money you know the best way to get it Coding. That's right. Coding has become the most desired job skill of 2014. Man, do you, you mean coating like you would like put something onto something? Yes. Like covered well, in chocolate. No, coding like bits and bytes and boops and bleeps. Mm-hmm. Coding. Uh, and the easiest way to learn coding, in our opinion, my opinion, is one month HTML. It's the easiest way to learn to build websites. What you do is you guarantee them... 30 minutes a day for 30 days. And you know what? Most of the lessons are, you don't even have to do 30 minutes. Justin, you've been doing it, shorter. right? I have. I'm halfway through one month HTML. You have an actual website built day one. You you build something. Are you ready to, to drop that that URL on the air? Yes. Oh, yes. Thank you, Griffin. If you go to justinmacroy.net, you will be able to see my personal website that I built with one month HTML. It's got everything. It's got photos, it's got video, it's got links. It's like the Hayden Christensen of websites. It's got fun flash games for children. (laughs) It's got everything. And there's a community of 12,000 people, other students, learning online. You know, the cool thing, I finished this project, this website, and I um, sent it in. You know, it is a correspondence course, but uh, you do get a lot of feedback. I sent in my website, and they actually uh, sent back like a five-minute-long video where they just sort of walked through my code and uh, made some suggestions for things that I could tweak and fix. That's awesome. Yeah, it's it's incredible. Um, 
and they've got a lot of other courses. They've got one month rails and and other. That's uh, the one I'm. I'm gonna dip into that. I think. Yeah. Um, and Ruby on Rails and, and a lot of other stuff. Um, you can go to one slash my brother and get twenty five percent off of one of these courses. That's uh, a pretty great deal. So one month HTML, thirty minutes a day for thirty days, and you will learn one of these programming languages, and you will uh, be a lot more valuable as an employee, and you get a one-time 25% discount on your class if you go to onemonth.com slash mybrother. Justin, I have to warn you, a lesson I learned the other day, don't ever tweet about what you think about a coding language. Because I tweeted about PHP and how confusing I thought it was, I started a fucking firestorm. I did not know that, I mean, apparently coding languages are the new, like, Sega and Nintendo argument from the early 90s really a lot of people want to weigh in a lot of people are like "Mm, yeah php is dirt a lot of people are like my dad is made out of php like it got fucking (laughs) it got fucking real in my twitter feed Uh, hypothetically is there a video or website one could go to to find out what any of this means i mean just like say someone were really bad at interneting right no i think that's what one month i think that's what one month is you start start i I have to go to there yeah um, I have a message for Samuel K. Uh, from Mallory, who says, It's not your birthday, but I didn't want to wait six goddamn months to wish you a good one. <laughs> Here's to many more Let's Plays and anime podcasts, anime podcasts, sorry, together in the coming years, and rest assured, in the very distant future, when you finally kick the bucket, I'll skin you, wear you like a coat, and play an elaborately cruel prank on your loved ones. Hail Satan. <laughs> Everything about this makes this one of the top 10 money zone spots we've ever had. Yeah, no, that's really good. And I tell you why. She has a very comprehensive plan for yeah. for Samuel, for his whole life. And that's a true friend right there. To I get, also love that when people can't wait to give us money. Mm-hmm. I can't. You know she's going to come right, right back around. Middle that's in, the thing about money zone. Like, the first taste, you know, and it's like you, just well, you get a taste back. for it. You won't even have anything to say. Like that dude last week who was like, hit me up on my Moby. It was like, I don't actually want to say this. I just want to keep giving the McRoy brothers money. Can you stop? Can you not edit the greatest uh, money zone message ever, please? What was it? Thanks for vibing it and keeping it tight. If you need me, I'm on my mobile. So good. <laughs> Slam dunk. So good. That is Yet the to mark. Top. I got to I got to say, Mallory, you came, you came awfully close. Brandy's um, a soul of wit. Let's see if Vincent Longa can dethrone. Uh, and I got a message for, uh, let me make sure I get this right. Alicia Longa. Okay. So they, they're obviously uh, related in some fashion. Let's uh, dig a little well, bit. Let's crack this mystery with the next sentence right below. Happy Dirty 30, <laughs> my lovely wife. You got me a Vita for my B-Day, so I got the Brothers McElroy to say happy baby B-Day to you on our favorite podcast, which I feel is better than last year's evening at Medieval Times. Disagree. <laughs> Incorrect. <laughs> Medieval Here's, Times is the greatest restaurant that's ever existed. Here's to another awesome year. And remember, just because it's your birthday doesn't mean you can put your finger in my belly button hole. Gross. That's Happy the, bidet. Happy bidet. Don't put your finger in there. It's where, like, all of your parasites go to chill. It's like mm-hmm. a hot tub for your body's billion parasites. So maybe just think about that. Congratulations on the Vita, though. To, yeah, that is to, to nice little platform. Why don't you guys go to Medieval Times? If there's a Medieval Times close to you, you should be there every day supporting the Green Knight. Yeah. You're a Green Knight man. Oh, God. All day long. All day, every day. It's the only sport I care about. If they televised Medieval Times, oof. Basically, the only thing I want to do with my life is go to Medieval Times, and it's never happened. You've never been? P- I, when I say, I say that sometimes, and people think... It's like when I said I really wanted to go to the Jekyll and Hyde Club in New York, and everybody thought like, "Oh, how fun and ironic!" Like, no, you don't understand. You don't know me at all. You don't get it. You don't get me. God, when we do our live shows, we have to go to one of our medieval times. Can we rent out the whole medieval time? And will they let us night? Can we night it up? I don't want to. I don't want to night. Yes, you do. (sighs) Look deep within yourself. I was just googling Green Knight because I thought it was the name of the Martin Lawrence film. But no, of course that was Black Knight was the name of that film, and I fucked that up. I fucked that up, right proper. Yeah, not a good, not good work there. This is Biz, and I'm Teresa, and we host a show called One Bad Mother, a comedy podcast about parenting. Not a parenting podcast. Guess what? We both just had babies again. 
check out the show enjoyed by breeders and ballers alike on iTunes or MaximumFun.org. Listen, guys, how about another Yahoo? I feel like we've only had one this episode. You feel like that because we did. Um, but this Yahoo was sent in by um, level 466 Yahoo Shaman Drew Davenport. Uh, thank you, Drew Davenport. Can we just start calling them Yadrews? Yadrews. <laughs> if, if there's not, if it's not from, as long as it's from Drew, let's just call him a Yadrew. Okay, this Yadrew uh, was asked by Yahoo Answers user Leia, who asks, Oh, fuck. Is lava real? (laughs) I've just finished watching the film Shrek. And there was a Uh scene in the movie where there was a dragon and lava. And I was just wondering if you can get lava in real life. Also, are Shrek slash ogres real? Okay, this isn't a crazy question. Lava does seem very weird. Yeah, let me ask both of you. Y'all ever seen lava? I have not. I have not seen lava. Travis? I, I've I've seen it on, like, the TV. Oh, fuck, no. Can, have you felt its radiant heat? No. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Could be Hollywood bullshit. To, now, Griffin, to be fair, there's lots of things I've never seen in real life. Hmm. But lava uh, seems kind of fantastical, right? They say it's it does, rock. It, it, I ain't never seen a fucking rock move like that. It's a plasma, isn't it? It falls It falls within that category. I think it's a plas- plasmoid. It's a plasmid. It's a plasmid. Yeah, there are. It is a plasmid. There are times where I'll get confused on issues like this. I will sometimes forget, and please don't make fun. But I will sometimes forget if unicorns are real or not. Not to say that there are unicorns today, but I will sometimes have brief moments. Yeah, where I try to remember if that is a historical animal that is no longer extant, or if it is, um, you know, I now Justin. In your defense, here's the thing. Fantastic. A horse with a horn on its head versus a giant, like, 40-foot-tall dinosaur with giant sharp teeth and, you know, huge... It's like, which one's a little bit more believable that it actually existed? Yeah, yeah we have obviously. horses We have horses with horns on their head. Uh, they're called deer and moose. Yeah. That's very believable to me. But oh, that's what's always crazy to, if, if I might lay my cards on the table. Yeah. People, dinosaurs... Totally accept it. You talk about dragons, and everyone's like, <laughs> this guy and dragons. Yeah, guess what a pterodactyl was? A fucking dragon. It's a dragon. Yeah, it's a How fucking about, dragon. Like, narwhals. Right like, narwhals are whales with unicorn horns. Uh huh. Like, why, why is it so preposterous to think that unicorns may have been around? Yeah. A, a Bigfoot is just like a gorilla person. Yeah, that can happen. A super hairy dude loses his fucking mind. And wanders into the forest. What's up? That's a Bigfoot. I don't give a fuck now what you want to call it. Now it's a big. Now you are a Bigfoot. He a Loch Ness monster was a plesiosaurus. You get a super tall goat that only has the one horn. I don't care what the fuck you like scientifically. That's a phylum Corygogon. No, that's a fucking unicorn. I don't need. Right. I don't need to like splice its fucking DNA right. and be like, oh, that G and C are next to that A, so that's not a unicorn. That's clearly of the goat phylum. No, that's you a, know there's. There's a fish with arms. Yeah. That's a mermaid, guys. Yeah, that is a mermaid. I mean, like, alligator, basically, is a Have you ever mermaid. seen an okapi? Yeah. Okapi? Yeah. It looks like two animals put together. That right there is a griffin, my man. That's a griffin. So, deal with that. But I mean, fucking liquid hot rocks? No, no that's way. unbelievable. That's I, crazy. Hi, I've seen rocks before. They're hard and They're cold. super, super hard. And cold. I got us. No, sometimes uh, they're liquid and really hot. Nah, sorry. Maybe I, better luck <laughs> next year. Ben I went I. over to a buddy of mine, uh, his house. He made a, a hot rock out of uh, like a big old smooth rock, and he put it on some uh, some rock salt, and then put that in the oven, and then we cooked wagyu beef on it. And what the weirdest thing is, when that rock came out of the oven, it wasn't a liquid. What? You know, I've gone down into caves before. Uh, you know what they are? Yeah. Cold. They're super it's cold. It's cold in there. It's weird. You it's like the lower you get. the earth, it's cold. It's Griffin, almost like heat rises. Uh, Griffin put a... Okay, if you want to get something... Griffin put a rock into the hottest thing that there is. Because if you want to get something hot, there's only one thing you turn to. It's the oven. oven. So nothing can get anything hotter than an oven. Yeah, they used I to call it... a microwave because it's called a microwave oven. Yeah. All right. right. They used to just call it a hotter. Because yeah. that's mm-hmm. what it's it the hottest. The hottest way you can hot something is that. So well, he did that, and then he put a rock in there, and it didn't melt. So mm. I don't know. You tell me where Science. we're at. Science. It's weird. 
You think you're hot shit? You know what's hot shit? The oven. The oven is hot, okay? So let's take let's talk about Mike Myers for a second. Okay. <laughs> He's kinda let himself go, right? And at that point, like I know it was a movie role and it was Hollywood magic. And then that movie wasn't technically live action. Technically, like there were human voices behind it, fine, whatever. They looked human enough to me. At what point does Mike Myers stop being Mike Myers and start being Shrek, you know? He's done fucking nine of those now. He has spent, listen, the amount of time that goes into recording those movies, he has spent more time being Shrek than he has not being Shrek, right? From what I've read on BuzzFeed, he's really hard to work with. So I guess you could say he's a bit of an ogre. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Food food Hmm. for thought. Why doesn't Mike Myers do movies anymore? Uh, Because he's an ogre. He's an ogre. He's he's big and green. He only likes like playing with like earwax and stuff. It's been a while since I've seen the Shrek films. Mike, we're big fans. Mike, I love your work. Thank you for listening. Please don't eat my bones. Also, I've seen the trailer of Love Guru like 30 times. Yeah. Can't bring myself to watch the movie, but I'm kind of obsessed with it. It's a shame, so, like, right? <laughs> it's his last human movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can already see the transformation beginning. They yeah. try to cover it up with prosthetics, but no. No, he, he, got, he can't hide his nature. He's got little wiggly funnels up there. I work at a small local restaurant. One of my coworkers doesn't wear deodorant. Oh. He says that he doesn't want all those chemicals in his body. And I don't want to smell like a mall. I want to smell like a man. I don't want to smell like a mall? A mall. Oh, does he mean like Hollister and like Abercrombie Fit? And they exactly. like this? Right. Okay. Brands gotcha. and commercialism, right? He wants to smell like a man. Like duty. Like a dirt man. Like a duty man. His body odor gets pretty bad. Yeah, I think that's connected. And I'm pretty sure customers notice. How do I help him realize that he needs to stop trying to pull off the McConaughey and utilize some smell goods? That's from smelling bad in San Antonio. Okay. Uh, let me throw, wait, I, I just realized something. I didn't realize this putting together. But do you ever notice that sometimes without meaning to, we have like theme episodes and this is the third question about a restaurant? Hmm. That's, that is weird. Restaurant life. Um, we got a lot of restaurant questions. Can I just get out in front of this and say I get it? And, like, I, I've known people who did not use deodorant because maybe they have, like, super sensitive skin down there. Notice maybe he's they- using the past tense, by the way, folks. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know. So I, I have a friend here in Austin who doesn't wear it just because, like, they don't – they're not super crazy about having a bunch of chemicals in there. They have sensitive skin. Um, I get it. I got sensitive skin. I only have, like, one or two brands of deodorant I found that doesn't, like, just, like, blow my shit up down there or in there, I should say. Um, I, I totally get it, and I think that you there are people who get away with it. Like my friend doesn't stink; he doesn't. Do you like, know, he, he just doesn't. He just doesn't produce a lot of smell down there. But if you work in a fucking restaurant, yeah. like I think that's I'm I'm willing to give you credit. Like do what you want, chase your bliss. But if you work in a restaurant, a place that like it is kind of important that you like you at least at the very minimum don't affect the smell in the room. That you are smell neutral. You gotta be a, you gotta be at zero smell on the pH scale. Um, yeah, that's that's a non-starter, guys. Ooh, I just had a million-dollar idea. Okay. okay, deodorant that smells like food. Oh my god! So rather I just than you smell like, uh, yeah, rather than smell like a mall, you smell like a food court. Justin, Check out my cinnamon pits. Justin, when he hit puberty before us, I remember this very distinctly. Um, I had many occasions to smell Justin's armpits, and I think it was he used to do the thing where he'd put his fingers in his armpits and then like put them in my face to make me smell them. And I always uh-huh. thought they, I always thought they smelled like ketchup. But that's not <laughs> a know, joke. I remember Justin's pit smelling uh, like exactly like Heinz or McDonald's, like that sugary ketchup. Justin uh, once convinced me that in place of deodorant, you could rub orange peels in your armpit. Oh, Justin. And that shit burned. It hurts. You know, uh, I've never thought about this, but Justin, you owe me like a hundred apologies for the terrible, <laughs> terrible thing that you did to me. Well, I'm very sorry. <laughs> Does that count? No. Now, here's the thing. I have a perf- like a really great solution for this. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Um, you make this person, make this man, some homemade... Mm. natural deodorant as a gift. <sighs> Work really hard on it and make it special and put a bow on it. Here's a quick recipe. Three tablespoons coconut oil, three tablespoons baking soda, two tablespoons shea butter, two tablespoons arrowroot, and essential oils. Mix it on up 
and and there's like some stove stuff here, but you can Google it or whatever. And then make him some natural deodorant as a gift, gift deodorant, and put like a brand, make a fake label like Jerry's Natural. I'm assuming his name is Jerry. Jerry's Natural stick. Mm-hmm. Do not smell like duty man. Jerry's do- special do not get fired ointment. <laughs> Jerry's special, the customers are gagging bar. Yeah. Um, That's the thing. Like, Griffin, you're absolutely, because the, the friends I have that don't, they're very outdoorsy. They're very beachy. They live, you know, they spend a lot of time rock climbing and hiking through the and woods. And ain't that some shit? Ain't that so, like, that friend of mine is, like, kind of outdoorsy and, like, was camping and shit like that. And then he doesn't stink. And then I go see, like, an outdoor theater production. And I fucking, like, smell like dog <gasps> shit afterwards. Do you think it's, like, uh, people who are really protective of their kids and keep them away from germs so, like, their immune system is really weak? And, like, that's the thing. We're making our smell immune system really weak by putting on deodorant. And if you just embrace it, you you're, you become very uh, protective. You, you're very defended against smell. I'm going to do this. I'm going to go off it. And I'm going to write a, a memoir about that year that I went without deodorant. Eat, pray, stink. No, it's just going to be called my stinky year, and <laughs> it's going to be a New York Times bestseller. Watch out, Elizabeth Gilbert. Who's that? Oh, man, my book got bumped from number one. Who did it? My stinky year by Griffin McElroy. I never should have inspired him to chase his dreams. Too bad stinky you did. Dreams. You, cha- you, you inspired me deeply. I just graduated college, and I'm home for the summers and search for jobs, so I was wondering what the proper protocol is for asking people on dates when I know I'll be leaving town in the fall. Is it weird if I start seeing people who are also still in college? That's from New Prospects in New Hampshire. The second thing, no, that's, no. No, that's totally fine. Just the first it. thing, I think that the key is being up front. Yeah. Like, like why, why spend three months, like, living like a monk just because you know you've got to get, like, yeah, take someone out on a date. You're not proposing marriage. You know what I mean? And You're can I tell like, you something? That is, like, for a lot of people, especially people who are in college, that is going to be, like, a refreshingly liberating way to approach it. Like, listen, let's just let's just get some practice in here and, and keep each yeah. other company. Hey, and do you want to just have a good time with no expectations for the future? Well, don't not say... trying to, like, solve this shit? Do not say, do you want to have a good time? No, no, not at all. Not at all. Not at all. But I'm yeah. saying that that is the implication of the thing, is, like, you're just going to hang out and enjoy each other's company, and it's cool. The great thing is that if you know that there's an expiration date on the relationship, you're going to get out there, and you're going to make the most of the time you have together as a couple. You know, so many couples spend days idling away in front of the TV, but you're going to get out there, you know? You will you you two will go skydiving. You, you could go Rocky Mountain oh, climbing. Oh, Jesus, this every you time. You go 2.7 seconds on a bull man named Fu Manchu. Yeah. Um, I'm, what I'm suggesting is to date like you were moving. Yeah. Can I bounce a, uh, just a quick, like, devil's advocate off the two of you, though? Uh-huh. What if it's love? Well... Then Shit. solves itself, right? Does it? Well, because here's the thing: if it's love, then do you really want to run the risk of not finding it? Oh that, fuck, that's oh a good God. point, Travis. That's a good point, Travis. Thank you. I, I haven't watched the trailers for this Fault in Our Stars movie very closely, but I think this is about the same thing. Yeah, it's about two people who are moving. The two people who are moving, and they decide to date each other even though they know they're moving. And it mm-hmm. seems like, I mean, even. If it doesn't pan out, you're still going to make a lot of green. It seems like those people are just raking in the dust. Oh, they're doing very, mm-hmm. very good. Yeah, they're doing very well. So um, maybe try that. I think she's like well, training f- to be an astronaut or something because she's got that oxygen tank. Yeah, she's going to the moon. And then she's she's just uh, over the moon about this new fella. Uh-huh. They should have called the movie Over the Moon. If, I mean, mm-hmm. if we're dealing with astronaut stuff, then typically you want to get some sort of space reference in there. But well, Oh, stars. Yeah, Sorry, guess, stars. Yeah, uh, yeah That's actually why she's going it. to... Uh, I just heard from the president. The sun is... There, the sun's the, all the, fucked up. The sun's all <laughs> fucked up, but I have to go to space to fix it. There's a fault in our... Are you saying, yes, yes, Dr. Mitchelson, there's a fault in our stars. Oh, man. Ba-dum, bum, bum, ba-dum. But also, I'm dating this new guy, so we're going to see how that goes. So, so maybe I'll go fix it. Maybe I won't. That, but then at the end, spoiler, she does go We actually it. just described the exact plot of the Danny Boyle film, Sunshine. <laughs> they, <laughs> that was exactly what we just The sun's all fucked up. We better fire ship in it. 
You're welcome, Earth. And uh, Armageddon, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's, it's pretty cool. I think that same thing. What's the movie where the center of the Earth, the the magma the stops core. spinning? Yeah. Well, the, 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 let me put it in quotes, magma. <laughs> the magma? <laughs> Which sounds like a made-up D&D monster. Yeah. This guy who was sent in by Troy Hoffmachel. Thank you, Troy, for all of the submissions. It's by Yahoo Answers user Trixie Bell. My jaw popped and I yawned while I said that. That was terrible. Trixie Bell asks, Is it okay to take a five-year-old to a restaurant with suggestive names for the food? (laughs) My husband and I are babysitting our five-year-old niece, and we want to go out to eat at this rock and roll diner kind of local place. It's a clean place. It's not like Hooters or anything, but all the menu items have suggestive or slightly inappropriate names. Like, their chicken soup is called Cock in a Bowl, and their banana split mm. is called banana hammock, and another very chick- suggestive. And another Do you get it. And another chicken dish called naked breast. Do you get the suggestion? This one's called. Do you get it? This one's called fat cock. Do you get it? <laughs> this one's called a dick, and this it's a hot dog. This one's called pussy. Do you get the? <laughs> um, sorry. Can I just make a quick uh, observation that? Cock in a bowl is not a thing. No. It's not like wink, wink, get it? A cock in a bowl. I think it's that's actually... Cl- it's not a clever play on words. I think that's what British people call missionary position. Perfect. Cock in a bowl. <laughs> Thank you, Travis. I was hoping what? one of us would do it. Yeah, I just want to say this, too. I want to defend Hooters for a minute. Have you ever been don't, to a Hooters? They don't it's need... Like the, no, no, no. Have you ever been to a Hooters... I would say that that is less sexually explicit than something that uses cock in a bowl to describe a chicken. I mean, dish. that's that's the thing. I think that's the point they're getting at. I would go to a restaurant with only male waiters, and also all those male waiters' balls are showing, and that the name mm-hmm. of the restaurant would be like the Ball Pit, and you would go, and then they'd be like, "What would you like?" And I would say, "Could I have a a a like roast beef with au jus?" And they would say, yes, what would you like? I would like the prime rib. Fantastic. Those are delicious this time of year. The, rather than go to a restaurant where it's like, what do you want? The rotten asshole? Like, whoa, why is it called that? <laughs> I'm wearing a tuxedo because I'm your waiter. Uh-huh. Do you want the rotten asshole? Ooh, that was weird. That took a turn. I don't like that. No discussion of, uh, of this sort would be complete without a visit to Jimmy Buffett's Margaritaville. Oh, God. Mm-hmm. But I said that, and it's not that good, because <laughs> I just got the menu. It's, 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 it's not that great. It's just kind of, kind of boring a little bit. I thought they you know, had, like, uh, like, Jimmy Buffett-themed snackaroos. Well, I mean, it's hard, because they do have... There's a booze in a blender, which is uh-huh. a... They bring you uh, uh, a, a who's to blame... Or a tropical fruit margarita in a 22-ounce take-home blender cup. And it is delicious. So hold up. A blender cup, by which you mean just the top part of a blender with the blades and shit in it. No. Right. So, but it's, it's a novelty. But they take it from one blender into another blender. That seems so, excessive. Some other uh, drink. Okay, so I wasn't They have looking, really high blender overhead. Yeah. I wasn't looking at the drink section when I said that they're awesome names. If you're a fan of his, you are going to get a treat here. Last Mango in Paris. That's a song, but a drink. Who's mm-hmm. to blame? That's from the song Margaritaville. Fence to the left, another lyric. Living it up. That's the name of a drink. A shaker I'll- of salt. It's just a salt shaker that you have to eat in front of the waiter. I'll have I the- think my favorite appetizer at Jimmy Buffett's Margaritaville is the clam munchers. Yeah. So good. Uh, there's a five o'clock somewhere drink that you can order. Are these part of like a boat drinks umbrella or is there no a thing dipshit? To- There's a whole boat drink section. <gasps> Bama Breeze, Rum Runner, Don't Stop the Carnival, Chocolate Banana Colada. Don't Stop the Carnival is something that an alcoholic would say. <laughs> I think that all you have to do is add please in front of it. Please don't stop the carnival. Please. Uh, <laughs> and of course, there's shots too under the boat drink section. You can get a boat drink shot of the why don't we get drunk in ellipses. Uh, and, of course, that was a reference to the fact that when he originally released the single Why Don't We Get Drunk and Screw, the record label wouldn't let him put the word screw on there, so there's actually just a picture of a screw in the in the track list. That's grosser. 
Yeah, it's way grosser. Slightly grosser, right? God, I want to go to this place so bad. There's no, I'm living, I'm 33 years old. I'm about to be a dad. I'm living a life without irony. All I want to go is, do is go to this place and drink them all until the names are funny what? and then keep drinking. Listen, you come visit me in Cincinnati. Yeah. I will take you to Jimmy Buffett's Margaritaville. There is we- no fucking there is no less beachy scene than eating at the Jimmy Buffett's Margaritaville inside a casino inside a Cincinnati. There Correct. is no less beachy vibe than that. I'm sorry. But let me fix that for you, Justin, because they play all kinds of fun beachy videos on the closed circuit television. <laughs> so do you want to see some busty babes bouncing out a tailgate, some parrot heads in their colorful shirts enjoying a kegger? Yeah, you do. Oh, and what's that? Oh, it's Jimmy Buffett performing with Lionel Richie. Oh my God, it's amazing! It's like you're at the, the beach. only the only problem with the the beachy videos is like every once in a while the pit bosses wander over to flip it over to like their their uh, close circuit cams to watch the tables. That, that is correct. The the Jimmy vibe. Buffett is also the security office. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's a lot of fun to work there. Yeah, it's a um, real blast. I went to one that was close to our house. Uh, our apartment in Batavia, Ohio, which was basically inside a mall our apartment was. Uh, we went to that once, and I think I went with Dad and Carol, um, and we sat next to the stage at Jimbo, but there was no live music that night. They just had a TV hooked up to a PlayStation, and a little boy played Guitar Hero on mute, literally right next to us, literally in touching distance. Where was this? That was at Jimmy Buffett's Margaritaville, Batavia, Ohio. Are you sure that that wasn't a cheeseburger in paradise? I'm sorry, it was a cheeseburger in paradise. How does that fucking dude get two restaurants? He'll be hearing from his lawyers. Now Jimmy Buffett has to sue himself again. (laughs) There's another year's worth of time where we're not going to get a new album because Jimmy Buffett has to sue himself. Thank you all for uh, listening to our program. We sure appreciate you uh, checking in with us and, and, and spending a little time. Thank you to people tweeting about uh, the show. Chris Gar, The Duke, uh, Ivica Folnovic, Michael, KDC, Shelby, Haley, Nick, Elizabeth, Rashawn, Diana, so many others. A lot of really nice uh, comments about our interview with Elizabeth Gilbert last week. She was like a blast, and we would love to have her. Uh, back at some point i had a friend i had a friend here in austin who said they listened to that episode because they saw it on facebook and didn't think it was true (laughs) they thought we were lying about having elizabeth (laughs) gilbert on the show which is pretty great uh so thank you to everybody tweeting about us if you want to share uh our show with with uh people you love just give them mbmbm.com we're right there uh and if you could Go give us a review or a subscription on iTunes. That would be amazing. Yeah, that's good. For um, us. We also have been putting up some really, really awesome animated videos on our YouTube that Tyler Crowley made for us. Um, go check them out. It's just MBMBAM is the channel name, and they're really, really awesome. And if you like them, good news. We're going to try to get some more on there, and I think you guys are really going to like it. So go subscribe to our YouTube channel and then tell all your friends about it and share all the videos. Also, uh, in case you missed it, we announced that we uh, joined up with this booking agency called Billions. No big deal, but they are actually a pretty big deal. Um, they do they do booking for uh, Welcome to Night Vale, which is a great show if you're not listening to it, uh, and a bunch of really great musical acts. They're going to help us set up some tours next year. Um, we are going to try and hit a lot of places uh, in America and maybe a little bit of Canada. We're still figuring it out, still planning it out. Um, but yeah, we're, we're going we're gonna to kick that shit in a high gear starting next year. And of course, we'll let you know once stuff firms up. So hopefully we'll get to see you soon. That's my hope. That is my hope as well. Um, also, thanks to John Roderick and The Long Winters for the use of our theme song, It's a Departure, on the album Putting the Days to Bed. Uh, you can find that record anywhere where records are sold. Um probably yeah you just google it you can get it on the internet and uh i think that's gonna do it for us thank you so much everybody listening thank you thank you thank you thank you please You're listen to the best. other listen to the other max fun shows there's a ton oh, yeah. of really good ones uh great saw great sawbones is a good jumping off point if you like justin's dulcet tones um it's a smooth transition it's into a the other smooth shows transition. like oh there's one of these people i've heard before uh then there's other really good good ones jordan jesse go one bad mother 
uh, Lady of the Lady, Wham Bam Pow, uh, Ono Ross and Carrie. There's a ton. Uh, we can't. It would take us ten minutes to list them all, but go go check it out. There's a lot. Go There's listen. a lot. Um, this final Yahoo was actually it was sent in by Drew Davenport, but he wanted to make sure that I announced that it was actually his friend Jeff found it. He did not want to click, and he's a stand-up dude, right? Like he's not even gonna he's he knocks it out of the park every day, and then when his friend knocks it out of the park, he doesn't jump on it and claim credit. Well, he doesn't need it. Doesn't need he's it. Got I guess. plenty of credit. So thank you, Jeff. Uh, it's by Yahoo Answers user Tammy Yordaz who asks. Can your butt start higher than the crack? I'm Justin McElroy. I'm Travis McElroy. I'm Griffin McElroy. My butt starts at the nape of my neck. This has been my brother, my brother, and he kissed your dad straight on the nape of his neck. <laughs> oh, no. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported. Hi, my name's Dave. And my name's Graham. Now, what do we have to do to put you in a brand new podcast today? Yeah, what do you want me to drink bleach? I'll do it. Yeah, Dave will drink bleach. If that's what it takes to get you to listen to Stop Podcasting Yourself on MaximumFun.org. Don't make Dave drink bleach. Just listen to the show. (sighs) He will, but don't make him. Stop podcasting yourself. 